I have had a little off and on pain in what my my former coworker at prehab has identified as my posterior tibialis, mm. which is just like my right shin. Um, yeah, we it's, want it's more fun. technical terms. Yeah. As many, <laughs> yeah, right and you I'm said boring. it like a gomer. Like you, I, you knew we were gonna laugh. <laughs> That was like the game, just like, the wedding game, just just name body stuff. Post tibia, what was it? Tibialis. Post posterior tibialis. Posterior tibialis. Yeah. Posterior. My posterior tib. If I wanted to be cool. Okay. You're listening to Runner's Block, a two gomers podcast about a couple of regular guys chasing big goals by confronting one excuse at a time. This is episode four. What if I get injured? For the week of March 21st, 2021. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, with my friend Steven, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, dude. Hey, man. How's it going out there? Pretty good. Snowy. Oh, yeah. It's not snowy in Atlanta. It's rainy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. We're going to have these both as our runner's blocks someday. <laughs> Even though we did a cold, we have to do a snow, we have to do an ice, we have to do a rain. Those yeah, we coming. have to do... One of everything. It's a buffet of blocks. <laughs> I like that. Um, the other thing I'm just noticing now is I think you saw me in this shirt yesterday. Dang it. I screwed oh. up. Oh, that's fine. I, I wear I have currently four shirts that I wear. We we talked about this on the last episode, but I like how That's what I'm saying. I'm bringing it back. I've messed up even though we talked about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we were together for a late night sesh with the Chad last night. Right, that episode that, coming soon. No, that episode's already dropped. Shoot. Oh, it did. Okay. Yep. Well, we need to we need to promote that one because, okay, so we are now almost fully three months into our no fast food, yeah, twenty twenty one no big four, and right. we got together with the Chad who jumped in on that challenge with us, and we talk for an hour. We really talk about fast food a lot. Yep. We talk about what we miss. We talk about some great successes and victories and. No mm-hmm. failures. I'm very grumpy the whole time. Yeah, you're super grumpy pants. But <laughs> but we are blameless, the three of us, on the big four. Very yep. proud of us. So people should check that out. Patreon.com slash two gomers. Yeah. I'm excited because we have a great guest coming up in the block. Our first mm. guest. Mm-hmm. Annie's coming up in the block. But first, we always spend a little bit of time doing a week in review. As we chase our big goal, running a half marathon together this year, we like to update people on how the last week of training has been going, last week of running. You want to start, Anthony? Should I? What do you think? Sure. Yeah. I just got a text from our social media person, Annie, that Uh is going to be on our episode in about 10 minutes. Yeah, and she's actually with us on Zoom already, and she's take, just take the vi- put, put the video back on Annie. I, this, we, yeah, thank you. I like to see the laughing. <laughs> she we shut her live- video off so not to distract us, but I like seeing her <laughs> laughing. This, this can only be good unless she's scowling at us. Yeah, like huh? Th- this is our scowling. first ever 
Gomer recording session with a live audience. Well, no, the, we've done a few um, uh, Insta lives, right? Right. Yeah. That were kind of some fails, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are their own thing. Yeah. All right. So how was your week? It was a good week. Um, we're going to be talking about injury coming up oh, right. in, the, yep. in the interview section. And I did want to mention this. Um, so our friends that we were going to do that 5K with went out of town for this weekend. So we postponed till this weekend. So we didn't, weren't able to do that. Um, but one thing I do want to just kind of put on the radar, I like significantly have been upping my mileage right okay, in right. walking and then in running. And my right side, like it's like it's not the hip, but it's like right above the hip. Okay. Just sore all the time. And so not cramping. No. Nope. Because usually a side would cramp, right? That's not what sure. you're talking about? No, it's not the side cramp. And I'm thinking what it is is the fact that my dog <laughs> is always on the right side. Yes. I guarantee that's it. Did did you ever have this when you started oh, yeah. with yes. Chewy? Shoulder stuff. Oh, yeah. Big time. And it was the same deal. I was like, why does my right shoulder, neck... Yep, right here. Probably right side. There. I haven't thought of that. Yeah. Hurt. And I think it's because it was my leash side. Hmm. Okay. So, because I always have my Apple Watch on my left hand. Uh-huh. Do you, right. you, you, yeah, you have yours on your left, right? No, right hand. I don't okay. know why I've always I, worn my watch on my right hand. Makes okay, no sense. This, this may, yeah, this drives me nuts. You and Alex, you wear your watches <laughs> on your writing hand and it's driven. <laughs> Wait, Annie, Annie, <laughs> Annie does. Oh, oh but she's, she's a left-handed. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. So Annie just showed us on her right. So that doesn't. That's great. I I don't know what it is like when I see you guys writing with a pencil, mm. and you're, you're writing. Mad. You get mad. Your watch. I'm mad. I'm not mad, but I'm just like, <laughs> this is not not the way your watch is supposed to be. I don't know what to tell you. But see, I can't switch my watch, and I uh-huh. have this theory that the Apple Watch, if you move your hand a little bit more, yeah. Um. It it like it tracks more calories, don't you oh, think? A hundred percent. Right. You're getting like sometimes steps you in. do that in sessions. You're like, Ugh. oh yeah. Oh shoot. I hope you, I was hoping you wouldn't see that. No, it's <laughs> to get a stand. I go, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Just wave my hands around so that it thinks I'm I'm doing some sort Your of watch like, like stairs or something. <laughs> man, you're like running a marathon. You're amazing. Um, I saw this one like meme that said to get more calories, you just put your watch on the tail of your dog. Oh, that's a pretty good <laughs> life hack. <laughs> you can't get your steps in, but I would never do that. Haven't done that, but no, that no, no. cracked God me forbid. up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been actually, it's been about two months and I've been feeling like this, the soreness here and I'm, huh. that's what I'm thinking. And so maybe we'll get some advice coming up. Do you feel that when you're running? I yeah, mean, do you I mean, feel that side like it bothers you when you're running. Yeah, definitely. It's a huh. pretty solid okay. soreness. So I'm thinking maybe either switching indie side and see if that helps. Maybe do mm-hmm. less indie. Yeah. Or anyway, so I did want to get that on the radar though. Yeah, I love it. This is this is why we love weekend review because we're actually able to say we felt this and thus we are running. Do you know what I mean? Like we yeah. tell a little story and yep. we wouldn't have the story unless we were running. Well, sure. I guess. Maybe if you were just walking the dog, you would still. But sure, true. But it's escalated when you run. It produces stories. It yeah, produces definitely. stories. So yeah. What about you, man? Um, like I said, it's been snowing. Oh Got right. Got real cold again last week. I had to use all this dumb practical advice I'd said two episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Much to my chagrin. That's the problem about it's the problem with when you're a preacher or a speaker. 
or if you do a podcast, you have to follow your own advice. What a drag. And so mm. I was able to, um, to do that stuff. But listen, today I woke up and it was already 30 degrees, mm. moving toward 40, which is warming up. And so Jessica and I were going on our run and I decided, forget it. I'm wearing the short shorts. So no tights? No longer shall I be encumbered by pant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So wait, are tights pants though? Great question. Are t- Annie? Give us a nod. Are tights pants? Yes. Okay. Yes. So are if your legs are, are pants. covered by fabric, that's a pant, a pantaloon. Right. So I went. Okay. I no pants for me. Went just those pearly whites. That's what I call my legs. I don't really. <laughs> the the thigh is like the whitest part of any oh, like like so I mean glaring. you never want to see that. <laughs> yep. So I've got those out there, and I spent one day out there. You know that one, Hunchback, no. Tom Hulse. Oh yes, Amadeus. With, yeah, the worst Hav in movie. Oh, I'm, terrible. I'm gonna, I'll have to spend. I'll have to send this to you. Yeah. He, is like trying to make Anthony mad by holding oh, off yeah. his vibrato. Oh, dang. Yo, 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 He goes like 10 seconds. I know. And then the last second. I'll have spent one day out Oh, but the orchestration is beautiful. I love that oh, song, yeah. and I actually oh. like a hop. Um, yeah, <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to yell me. I know you hate it. <laughs> it's not well. I get it. I get it in Hamilton. I get it in Broadway. I know when mm-hmm. it's done. It, like it's it's incredible. But like yeah. if you were to do that, if I did that in in you know Firebird or Rite of Spring. Like next, okay, but it's allowed when Tom Hulse does it in Hunchback. Absolutely. Oh, that's so good. Okay, incredible. Anyways, they're out there, and I felt like light as a feather. Oh, and we ran so fast. We did a nine oh five pace. Nice. On our, uh, we ran 5K. Yep. Just saved a lot of time there. Thanks, Matt. Did you hear how much time I yep. saved there? Well, no, but also, it's you're only supposed to say it if it's a race. Uh, 5K. So not only did you save time, but you had said it didn't have to save full. But my main my main goal is to save a lot of time. Drop Like the, we're doing uh, right now. Right. We just spent 15 <laughs> seconds. But thanks, Matt. Yep. Um. So we went out there. We ran 5K. Just saved time. Yep. And... 9.05 pace, which we haven't done for like a year. That's phenomenal. And so I'm working on this theory about maybe the shorter my short, mm. the, f- the faster I run. That's not advice for everyone, but maybe it's a personal advice for me. Um, there's something about being unencumbered, right? Sure. I wore a, I wore a short and a, jack- and a running jacket, maybe my most favorite thing to wear when I ran. Love it. But um, there you go. It was a nice, quick run this morning i think it has something to do with the pant being gone okay i love that yeah i remember ryan hall like would grow this huge beard and all this long Mm -hmm. hair and then yeah 
shave before the run and just felt that extra even like you said he shaved his arms and legs and right like okay, just maybe to, like, i should try to do that i yeah, just think that, that the whiteness then so those pearly whites would be <laughs> bare skinned oh man <laughs> I, I i don't want to see that um <laughs> hey wait two quick questions for you two technical questions yeah. one did you get hokas uh i did get hokas and okay it it felt like I was running in heels. Okay. And I had to take them back. I went back to the good old Brooks Ghosts again. I'm back. Okay. Flagstaff is there. There are a lot of sponsored runners. Okay. Hoka sponsored runners in Flagstaff, and so it's a big shoe in town. It's a big shoe. It's a big shoe. <laughs> it's a period. <laughs> right. Second one. As I'm getting back into this, I'm really being bothered by my iPhone. What's your iPhone solution still? No iPhone. Oh. Watch only. Okay. Yeah. I haven't run with my iPhone in years. Okay. So I need yeah. my I need my podcasts and my music. Yeah. I also haven't run with music or podcasts right. in years. So that helps. Totally. Um, but I'm yeah. I'm not doing that. It's it's the it's the unenc- it's all sorts of unencumbered. Sure. Okay. But I shan't be giving up the shirt. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Annie, I'm not gonna. <laughs> All right, we should go. Annie has waited long enough. We should go to the block. Uh, it's a good one. Should we head over there? Let's do it. Hey, Annie, how's it going over there in the weekend review? <laughs> Wait, no, the not the weekend review. review. No. <laughs> Oh no, and it's already been cracked. <laughs> it's too late now. No, it's okay. This is like this is even more of a dream come true now then cuz it's like <laughs> the old school way. That really Definitely. brought back memories immediately. Like Yeah. Wow. I, I like that you said her name. Now a- Annie, you're our first guest ever. I'm very honored. And so we're <laughs> workshopping a little bit. I liked this crack of the Lacroix. Hey, and then Annie and then the question, you got the question wrong, but. How's <laughs> your runner's block? Well, no edit, though. We're not going to edit that. Okay. So, okay, here we are in the runner's block. Like I said, our first guest ever. Yeah. Um, and, and this is going to be a great one. Annie Levasseur. Perfect. And here, here's, here's a little bit about Annie. I'll, I'll, I'll start with, I'll, I'll leave the most important thing to last. So you're a yoga teacher. You're a labor doula. You're a preschool teacher. Just got the job, right? Yay. Phew, because you just it. moved to Atlanta. Yes. Hey, Sweet. wait, I live in Atlanta. What? <laughs> Total coincidence, I swear. <laughs> yeah. Um, you spent a long time working at, I, I can't wait to talk more about this, a running clinic called Prehab. Mm. Yes, I was there for two years. Right, and and learned a lot about Injury prevention, we'll get to that in just a second. Mm-hmm. Most important thing, you are the two gomers social media <laughs> guru. Is that what we landed on, guru or liaison? I think I like guru. I think you okay. originally said coordinator when Boring. you were searching. Boring. And then it went, yeah. Well, and I figure with my yoga background, guru, it all. Yeah, yeah okay, that's perfect. Works. Okay, our, <laughs> the two gomers social media guru, and he runs our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all sorts of stuff. And so we were like, we got to get a member of the Gomer team on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We reached out to you. 
We said, what do you think? It seemed like you were willing. Uh, I mean, I've been <laughs> I've been listening to y'all since I was training for my first half in 2012. Okay. So this wow. is like this is like a dream come true. Nine years in the making <laughs> as I sit here in my so in my cool. Gomer shirt. Uh, did you did you start at the exciting. beginning? I want I, I always wonder about this. Did you start at the beginning or did you start so where it was in time? I think where it was in time was y'all's kind of back to the basics season oh. five, if I remember correctly. I forgot we even did so that. I think <laughs> <laughs> the like random half marathon before right, the trial exactly. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you were like, no more full marathons. Um and so after I listened to that season, I went back from the beginning. Gotcha. And uh, and listened to the the whole thing. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're sort Part of, of Christmas doing a, and New Year's traditions. Yeah, we're sort of doing a back to the basics season now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because you, I mean, y'all haven't gone into much detail about what your no, hope is in a post-COVID world. But uh, so it just feels like just a lot of week in review. Like even when you go to the runner's block section, you're just mm-hmm. talking about running and yep. what makes it hard and what makes it great and um yeah so in that sense it does feel very back to the basics yeah right it feels good to be talking about this stuff again like mm-hmm. i feel like we dove into movies we dove yep. into the tangent we let the tangent mm-hmm. be the main thing we're like you know what we th- this really is back to back to the heart of where yep. it all started mm-hmm. looking at what's holding us back you're holding me back <laughs> uh, <laughs> And uh, so we talked about runner's block. We texted you like, what What are some of the things that, that, that are holding you back? And you led with a couple and a couple we kind of already had or had been talking about. But then you came to us and wanted to talk about injury, right? Yeah, I think the first thing I said was ice. And you guys were like, got that covered. Right. Yeah, we're doing a cold. Now, we haven't done ice yet. Oh, that's true. But that's that's also not, I mean... I grew up in the South, so that's not exactly sure. a shock that that would be a block for me. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not one that I have to face very often. But injury is definitely something that has plagued me. And as a result, fear of injury is something that has mm. built up in my in my head. Mm-hmm. And I, in general, I am one of those people who's very lucky when it comes to motivation and that if I put it on the schedule, I will do it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And if I'm tired, I know it's going to make me feel better afterwards. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wish yep. I was like that with everything in my life that I don't feel like doing, but with running, it's, yeah. it's really, it's really important to me. And I actually think because I have had those periods of time of being injured and being sidelined, I am more dedicated than ever to making sure that like those days when I'm going to run, it's not negotiable. I'm going to run because I get to run. And I used Mm. to call it my therapy. And then I realized, no, it's actually my antidepressant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah. And so and I really felt that lack whenever Mm. I would be out with injury. But then, of course, the problem is. I, my friend, you guys have talked about, I think, life goals. And actually, mm-hmm. I think you, Stephen, specifically said you want to be able to just whip out a 10K whenever you yep. can. Yeah, the two kind of long-term life goals. Anthony and I share that one, right? We just want to be able to 10K any weekend. 10K. Drop yep. of a hat, yeah. And then my other long-term goal is circumference of the earth. We'll see that. Jessica and I were talking Which about awesome. it again this morning. And I was like, I said, okay, I've been running 13 years. I've gone 8,500. I need to triple that. So that means I have to run the same amount that I did these past 13 years, twice more. 
until I'm 69 years old. 69, dudes! <gasps> so I don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> so where do they go? Yeah, we need to just hop on the bike, dude. We need to start start <laughs> oh, covering no, some miles. I wish. I wish it was a not only. <laughs> it was just a moving through space goal. This is a specific <laughs> running goal. Why? Why did I make it that? I don't know. <laughs> like an ironclad. Oak. Yeah. yeah. But you're a big goals person, it sounds like. Yeah. And so mine are same, the 10K goal. And also, um, my friend Laura and I share both of these, is I want to be able to run for as long as I'm alive. Okay. Wow. Understanding awesome. that it'll look different, obviously, mm-hmm. the older yep. you get, it'll be shorter, it'll be slower. I've never been fast or purported to be, mm. but I, I want to be able to do it. And in order to do that, you got to stay injury free and you got to, mm. you got to take care of yourself. And so the fear of getting injured or re-injured, um, is definitely something that, that it, it may keep me from going out the door if I feel like I have a little ache or pain that I don't want to risk. And okay. that could that that's not necessarily a block. That could just be, you know, being smart. You right. should do that. Yeah. <laughs> but then it does keep me from pushing myself in a way that I probably could healthily be pushed. And it just kind of leads to the cycle of am I not running because it's really the right thing to do? Am I not running because I'm scared of the injury? Yeah. Am I not running because I really do just feel lazy today? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's a and that's a good excuse. So yeah, that's that's my big thing. My my two big injuries that I've had also sort of factor into the fear factor of it. The mm-hmm. first one, I tore the plantar fascia mm-hmm. of my left foot. Yeah, which I mean, I I had had plantar fasciitis forever. And it didn't really occur to me that it could tear. So <laughs> it's not like you Seems fell obvious in retrospect. or it's just like over an overuse injury. Yes. Right. Okay. It was one of those things. I, I had been feeling the pain pretty regularly, but mm-hmm. I was just like, I've had this before and I'm a yoga teacher and mm. I'm in physical therapy. I know what to do with this. Yeah. And I just, one day I just couldn't walk. Oh, um, man. And then, so that was a thing where it's like, I could blame myself because I could look back and say, I had pain. I ignored it. I ran through it. That was stupid. Uh No one cares how tough I am because I'm in a cast now. (laughs) And then the other injury was one that had no warning sign, felt like it came out of nowhere. I I describe it as I was going for a run one day with bad form because I was tired and a little hungover. Mm. And I describe it as like my hip exploded. Just out of nowhere, I felt really intense pain in my right hip just shooting everywhere in the surrounding area and I didn't know what it was for a long time and then I I finally got diagnosed uh, I had torn the labrum of my right hip L-A-B-R-A-M torn labrum uh, L-A-B-R-U-M okay yeah and so uh so basically one I felt like I could say okay well lesson learned next time don't run through pain but then the other one it was just like well I this came out of nowhere Mm-hmm. in terms of me feeling it and being prepared. And so I think it's that second one that messes with my head more. Because now so like I feel a little random, pain. Uh, you, uh, so is it the is it the injury itself or is it the fear? I don't know. Maybe it's the same thing. I'm, I'm just trying to parse it out, right? Like Because I, I think we have probably a whole category of injuries that we could talk about. Like real oh, – yeah. like, Anthony, you were just talking about one of your friends who was like, my knee hurts. Yeah. 
<laughs> he, he just, just he just stopped. It, it, it's it's the thing that has just stopped him for years. Right. It's like, and we've heard of that too. Like where people that just happens, and they just don't run anywhere. They switch to biking. They switch yeah. to swimming. They switch right. to you know something else, or just stop altogether. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you had those injuries, obviously that was a block because you you couldn't go out, or your doctor would probably say, "Don't go out." Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not injured now, right? Correct. I have had a little off and on pain and what my my former coworker at prehab has identified as my posterior tibialis, mm. which is just like my right shin. Um, yeah, we want more fun- technical terms. Yeah. As many <laughs> yeah, right and you said it like a gomer. Like you I you knew we were gonna laugh. That, that was like the game just like- the wedding game, just just name body stuff. Post tibial, what was it? Tibialis? Post posterior tibialis. Posterior tibialis. So, yeah. Posterior. My posterior tib if I wanted to be cool. Okay. Posterior t- okay. Yeah, yeah. Just the mm-hmm. tib. Yeah. Um just the just the tib. Exactly. Like that, I meant like tibialis. It, it, it means short what, what, it means a sore shin. It means a Yeah, it, okay. it's it's sort of like shin splints. It's it's okay. a it's a muscle. She's gonna make fun of me if I get this wrong. Mm. I think it's a muscle that's kinda like in like the inner yeah. ankle shin mm. um, area. So, um, and at the time before I moved from New York, because I, I moved from New York recently, um, I was trying to avoid the subway for obvious coronavirus reasons. Mm-hmm. And so I was working from home three days a week and, and run commuting two days a week. It was about five miles door to door over the Queensboro Bridge, which is oh. absolutely beautiful. Oh. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Just yeah, the, uh, really, uh, and a really good way to process a lot of anxiety before you get to work. Mm, <laughs> like, yeah, I I would mm. do that run in any weather because I knew like I am I, my mental state really needs this run before I face a day of uh-huh. of uh, of work in a in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, but having that like you're gonna do five miles over the bridge twice a week because you have to. I think was maybe a little more than my body was ready for at that uh-huh. point. Mm. Yeah. So since then I've just, you know, been enjoying the fact that I don't I don't have a race that I'm training for. Right. I don't have any obligations except just to myself and my own desires of wanting to be at a certain at a certain level. And I know I tend to have I have a tendency to push myself a little farther than I should. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm constantly caught in this tension of Am I pushing myself too hard or mm. am I letting myself off the hook too much because mm. I'm paranoid? Yeah. So, th- I, and maybe that's what I was thinking. Like there is an injury category probably that we're going to have a lot of discussion about as we move forward with runner's block. So as I've been listening to people's runner's blocks, as they've been sending them to us on uh, bit.ly slash runner's block, you can tell us your runner's block. I'm seeing categories emerge and one of those is injury. Another one is this paranoia i i think that's a pretty I, maybe that's an even better word than the one i was gonna say which is fear um yeah maybe paranoia is point, more yeah maybe it's more specific to this um and so i I'm, I'm just wondering if you can talk about that a little bit more like how does the fear of injury which i think is probably pretty widely held for any runner mm-hmm. how, how has that impacted getting out every day it sounds like you've conquered some blocks as far as motivation, but how does how does that fear or paranoia actually impact it? 
Yeah. Well, part of it is I have all these self-imposed rules of like, I don't run every day Mm -hmm. because I, I started running after I graduated from college. I never, I was such a lazy kid in gym. (laughs) I had really mild asthma and I used that (laughs) as an excuse as far Mm -hmm. as I possibly could. Uh I was the last kid to finish the mile, not because I couldn't do it, but because I didn't want to, but, but I always secretly wanted to be a runner. Mm. I just didn't, I just didn't think I could. Huh. So so when I started after I graduated, I I clung very sort of proudly to this this new identity. But at the same time, I do also have that old identity of non-athletic, not a runner. Mm. Um, you know, I didn't do track in high school, so I don't have that foundation, like all this dumb stuff you tell yourself. So I don't I don't run every day because somebody like me shouldn't run every day because mm. it all get injured. So that's kind of one thing. Um it also, I have, so something that I did when I came back to running after my hip injury was, um, you guys have talked about it before, the Galloway run, walk, run yeah. mm-hmm. method, yeah. which is great. And I'm, I, I think it's wonderful, but it has sort of turned into a crutch for mm-hmm. me. Um, cause I did used to be able to just go out and not fast, but I would run a 5k or, or 5k yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um, and, and and since I've come back running from my hip injury, I I really can't tell if it's a mental or a physical crutch that I can't seem to let go mm-hmm. of my little my little interval timer. So yeah, it's it's something where I will feel a little ache or pain, and I can't I can't always confidently say, you know, running hurts sometimes, and sometimes mm. you wake up and your knee feels weird, but it's not. It's not. It's hard to tell what's going to turn into something, right? And what's just like you know, you're not 22 year any years old anymore. Well, and this is from. It's interesting for me to hear this from a yoga instructor, somebody who worked at a running clinic. Like even, even for somebody like you, that can that can be a source of anxiety or paranoia when yeah. it's like, oh, my knee. Should I run? Eh, yeah, I don't want to get hurt, so maybe I won't. Sometimes I think, if anything, the, the, all the knowledge and experience is a double-edged sword. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sometimes you have more to be some, paranoid about. Exactly. <laughs> or, or just yeah. And I overthink things. I very mm-hmm. much am in my head in in that in that way. And I, I just I hate being injured. Like I just want to be able to run my three days a week, my four days a week. Mm forever and ever without thinking about it. I'm not fast, but I do like the longer distances. I haven't really run. I, I was, I'm extremely grateful that I, I conquered a long goal of mine. So right before I, I injured my foot in 2016, I was trying to get into the 2017 New York City Marathon. Mm. And then that didn't work. And then I qualified for 2018, but that spring I hurt my hip. Oh, no. So I had to defer. Mm. And I finally ran in 2019. Awesome. Which is like the best day Bucket ever. Bucket list. Bucket oh, list. My gosh. And thank God I got it in before the pandemic Seriously. because I'd already been trying yeah. for so many years. Yeah. I would have been like, yeah. And then inconsolable. You, then you moved away too. So it was like yeah. kind of perfect that you got to yeah. you got to do that in 2019, right before COVID, right before you guys left. Yeah, that's amazing. But it's funny. I th- I think you were talking about this, Anthony, in in a previous episode. It's like I have run two marathons. Mm. I have run a few half marathons. But right now, running three miles 
feels harder mm. than like my 20 mile training run. <laughs> and I'm not sure why. Mm. Something about Atlanta. Something about, something about the water here. <laughs> Actually, the, too many the hills. Beaches. <laughs> Actually, there. you just answered the question. It's the hills. That's why. You go. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Holy. I thought the Queensboro Bridge, nothing compared to <laughs> the hills of Atlanta. Yeah. It's like yeah. 500 Queensboro Bridges. We mm. need to do a hills episode. We all live in hilly areas. Um, and th- there are ways, I think, to conquer that block. But it is when you live in a hilly area, it is hard to run. It is hard. Yeah. It's hard to run three miles. Yeah. Well, and you have altitude too. I'm yeah. sure you're used to it, but that's a whole other thing. It, I don't know anything about. It, well, and it takes it takes a while to conquer any of these things, right? I I, mm-hmm. I just I'm, I'm so interested in kind of this thing that you said, Annie, about not even being able to tell whether it's a physical or a mental block. Um, mm-hmm. When I got hit by that smart car, <laughs> like I was physically healed i had physically recovered long before um i had mentally recovered from that Mm. injury Mm. where Mm -hmm. i would i would get i think i've said this before on the podcast sometimes it would just come out of nowhere i years later i wouldn't be able to walk across the street oh my gosh um and those things are just so connected right you get injured whether it's an accident whether like you're saying it's a overuse injury whether it comes out of nowhere Mm-hmm. Um, that has an effect emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If it, I, I th- that sounds right to me. I don't know. It, it takes, and that takes a long time to recover from. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a pretty emotional person. <laughs> <laughs> so is it the feeling of Steven for you and Annie for you, like kind of like this ticking time bomb or like, a you know, like, oh man, I remember when that hip thing happened. And it was like, like you're, you're worried, like there's just, or Stephen, for you, like, I remember when all of a sudden this car came and got me, came and hit me. And so like worried about that instant happening again. Is it like, uh, you know, a little bit of trauma of like an, an actual event? I, I don't know what you think, Annie. I have, I have some thoughts. Why don't, why don't you respond? Yes, it absolutely is. And with the hip also, that led to a huge change when, when my hip was um, when I when I had my hip injury, I was still a kids yoga teacher uh, full time with um, mm. Karma Kids Yoga in New York City. They're hmm. amazing, and it was um, it was it was a dream job. It wasn't without its challenges, like like every job is. But I got to play with kids and babies and teens and new moms and um, and I also managed the studio. And then when I got hurt, every like I it took a long time to figure out how can I teach because I couldn't sit mm. cross legged for months. Mm. And which is like the first thing you do in a yoga class. And I was afraid that like the little kids who just wanted to sit in my lap or just wanted yeah. to do this, that I was going to get hurt worse when I was teaching. And then plus, mm. of course, I had new health insurance needs. So that actually led me to my job at prehab, which was great for a variety of reasons. I mean, it, I would not have been able to run the marathon without them. And so I'm mm. eternally grateful to them. And it was it was a great job. But it was also, you know, it was saying goodbye to this other, this other job in a, in a way that I didn't want to do it, Mm. you know, Mm. not that I, not that, not that necessarily a change wouldn't have happened eventually, but it felt like it was in some ways taken a little bit out of my hands in just in the way that it happened. Mm -hmm. So, so that, and it felt like an, an out of nowhere thing that, that happened to me. The foot was more guilt of like, 
you did this to yourself, you mm. idiot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. 100%. I get listen it. to your body and just <laughs> right. take yeah. a right. break. Why, why can't I just listen to my body and, <laughs> right. and I pay attention? And it's I tell all other fault. people to do it all the time, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. I suck at it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think for me, um, so one thing that's striking me about this whole conversation is how an injury can actually impact your your life mm-hmm. and not just your running, mm-hmm. which probably increases the anxiety and the paranoia about what if I go running and get hurt? That's going to mess up a lot of things, right? Not mm-hmm. just my running life. Yeah. I, th- I think with the car accident, that that was traumatic. And so I never see that coming. It doesn't keep me on the couch, but yeah. sometimes it will just hit and keep me and, and like freeze me, mm. physically freeze me. Mm-hmm. Is it always when you're running or is it sometimes no, just No, sometimes it's just when day. I'm walking across, going to walk across the street and I see a car coming fast. Ugh. Mm. So that's yeah. like an involuntary like seizing, right? Yeah. All of the dozens of other stupid injuries <laughs> I've gotten just from running, those are the ones that give me paranoia about getting out the door at all. So mm-hmm. that feels more like a runner's block in the way we've been talking about it. So yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's just, it's rough because it's just, an, I mean, my, my, I, I, this past year, I just, my, my, I thought, remember, I thought I got a spider bite. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was some other <laughs> running injury, overuse injury. I can't even remember the name of right now that much was it on your toe or something no it was was... i'll i'll look it up i'm sure it's somewhere it was it was on the pad of my foot that's what it was yeah that's so random i know steven i realized brief tangent another idea for runner's block because i think for your my version of your smart car is dogs I oh. really yeah I love dogs yeah. but I was uh-huh. I was attacked by a dog when I was 12 okay and so if if I'm out and about and somebody has a dog like a medium to big sized dog mm. that doesn't have a leash mm. I freak out okay yeah and I get angry and I get scared sure. and and it has kept me like there are a couple of trails around here that I like I haven't gone back to since I've had an incident with with a dog that I didn't know where the owner was wow, yeah. and it was mm. barking and scared. so, idea for a future episode. Okay, I just I just wrote, I just wrote it down on our runner's okay, block cool. doc. We That's call it one. Rogue rogue dogs. Dogs. Rogue dogs. Yeah. Hmm. Dogs can be a, an inspiration or a runner's block. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, they can they can be a facilitator. I imagine yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously the. the Anthony and I have both experienced this kind of thing, like injury before, injury again, maybe. I'm wondering, especially as a person that that's worked at a running clinic called Prehab, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there's anything you can bring kind of as we, as we move to the end of the conversation. Some ways that you have faced this block mentally and physically, I don't know, so that it doesn't prevent you from getting out there. Yes. And I will be a, a dutiful ex-employee and just plug prehab like crazy. Mm-hmm. They, they're in they're in New York. They're in San Diego. And uh, because of the pandemic, they're also available anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I when I discovered them, when my friend Laura introduced them to me, I was all, my first reaction was to be so mad that I hadn't found them sooner, especially mm. like before the first marathon I ever did, mm. um, which was the which was um, Disney in 2014, where I had a minor injury afterwards because my form was terrible. But 
basically, I think the biggest one, when you're talking about something that's injury, whether it's just a fear or whether it's something that's really physical, if you can talk to a professional about it, mm. um, a, I mean, mental health professional too, actually, but, yeah. but a physical therapist, an athletic trainer, a coach, um, somebody who specializes specifically in running, yeah. getting a running and gait analysis through prehab. And that was one of the big benefits of being there is, you know, I, if I had an ache or a pain here and we had time, just slap me right on the treadmill, turn on those sensors, turn on those cameras, all of the crazy technology that they had. And my boss or my coworkers would be able to be like, yeah, you're dragging your right foot. Gate or, analysis, you said. G-A-I-T, gate. G-A-I-T, gate okay. analysis. Got it. I learned through that, I learned that my left side was weaker than my right side, mm -hmm. which made sense because it was my left foot that had been injured. And my my right hip wound up being injured partly because I was I was generating more force on my right side mm. to compensate for my weaker left side. Mm. And it's the kind of thing that sounded obvious, but just I needed a professional to point it out. And then they were able to say, or they could say, you know, you're not doing this right with your arms or you're weaving, meaning like instead of running on railroad tracks, I'm kind of, mm -hmm. my feet are coming one in front of the other. Yeah. And, All if, these... and if you do that over and over, you'll get injured. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, my new sort of neuroses is just being obsessive about my form. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> good. Because that, because that really feels like the gateway to that long-term running that I'm after. Yes. So getting professional help and then listening to what they say and doing your homework. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, so don't that's just the go. harder part. Yeah, <laughs> right. don't just go. If they tell you you have to do these five exercises uh -huh. three times a week for a half hour, you got to do it. And that's, mm. that's the part that even I struggle to, to stick to. But little things like, you know, if, if, if my right shin bothered me earlier during the day, if it's feeling better mm. at the end of the night, when we're doing our TV watching, I try to remember, put some ice on it yeah. or, yeah. you know, grab, I, I bought one of those R8 rollers. Have you guys seen those? They're like these weird foam roller things. Mm -hmm. You like you like open it up and you kind of put your leg into it yeah. and you roll it and it's really, mm, um, I've seen that. How, how does that feel? Yeah. Is it, I can't do it on my thighs. It's too intense for my thighs, uh -huh. but I have, I've perpetually tight calves. So I use it on my calves a lot and it's great cause you can sit on the couch right? and use it while you're sitting yes. on the couch. So we there's just like, things. yes, that, that is absolutely why I bought it. So yes, ways to get past the block. And I guess talking to friends too, because I think it's, it, it's very easy to get, in your own head and get stuck in your own head when you're dealing with kind of fear of something. I mean, sometimes fear is useful because it's, you're correct to be scared. Right. And then, and then other times it's, it's holding you back. And so I feel like the professional can help you figure out what to do when you feel that fear, when you feel whatever specific physical thing that might be cueing that fear. And then, you know, your friends, your runner friends, your spouse, whoever, you know, just let them know when you feel like you're, maybe being a little bit uh, neurotic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> They'll probably know you well enough to say, is this maybe about that job interview that was stressful or, or something yeah, sure. else? Yep. Uh, you know, because it, it could be about any number of things. And I, I know for me, it's just I want to be able to be physically, I want to be able to keep up with the kids that are in my life and that I work with. Mm, yeah. And... Anytime I've been injured, it just it it lay, it lays you flat, and then mm -hmm. it then you have to get started again. And as we all know, starting 
yeah. can be really hard. Yep. So is 98% yeah. of the battle sometimes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love these practical tips. I mean, I, I basically just took notes for the last 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, good. <laughs> I think, Stephen, one thing that we haven't done enough of, def- okay, let me just speak for myself. Uh, I don't want to throw you under the bus here. I haven't, like, talked, like, when I have injury feelings, I just, like, oh, whatever, dang it, and then just stop. <laughs> or, like, my foot hurts, I have plantar fasciitis, I just stop, just forget it. And so, like, I love yeah, this, totally. like, like, getting a running getting a running and gait analysis. It will blow your mind. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, like, this thing that you said about be obsessive about your form. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, for me, I feel like I need to pull it way back from that and just think once in a while about my form, <laughs> right? That Yeah, that's how most people are. Yeah. But to get this gait analysis or to have somebody help you actually say, okay, you need to yeah. stand up straighter or like you're saying, you're pulling to the right or left. Mm-hmm. Um, that feels... Like it's next level, but shouldn't be next level for a runner. Like that seems like something I yes. should go do right now. Well, it's the kind of thing too that part of the reason why I love running so much is that everybody always says like, oh, you just get your shoes and you go out the door right. and you know, you can do it anywhere if you have a place to run. And also, you know, the idea is that you don't need classes, you don't need lessons, you don't need to learn how to run. Mm. But the fact is most of us sit down for a good chunk of our time or we have these weird ingrained physical habits for whatever reason. Like for me, actually, in some ways, the yoga was detrimental and that was sort of leading to how my hip got injured. But anyway, Mm. everybody has their weird physical picadillos and not everybody's form is going to look the same. But it's unless you belong to you know, a society where you've been running consistently since you were a kid, you probably need to get looked at. And one of the cool things that I always really appreciated about prehab, I always assumed that if anything hurt, like you were saying, Anthony, like, oh, my foot hurts, got to stop. I would think that the only answer is to not run because that's what most people will tell Mm, you, as most doctors will tell you. But sometimes you can just make a little change and you don't actually have to stop your running Mm -hmm. or maybe you just pull back a little bit while your body adjusts. But a really, actually I'll, I'll, I want to make sure I, I share this. Um, another good friend of mine, uh, Lisa, when she was talking me down from like a hip meltdown a few years ago said the body wants to heal itself, Mm. which really changed my perspective because my my feeling like I I was always feeling like my body's trying to tell me that I can't do this, which broke my heart because I just wanted to do mm, this. Yeah. And it, it feels like being betrayed by my body or something. Mm-hmm. But if you it, but if you shift that mindset, like that it it really makes a big difference. So I guess mindset would be would be the other thing. Like take a step back. Are you being just sort of examine the quality of your fear. Is it is it is it perhaps excessive, or yeah. is it just informative? Yeah. And if it's excessive, can you just can you just talk to yourself differently? Yeah. Sometimes I just do that, and it really helps. Mm-hmm. That's great. I love the it. The body wants to heal itself. That's like such a mind like a, like a shift. I I love mm-hmm. that. Like instead of thinking it's telling. I mean. Part of it's probably telling you, like, you got to stop doing this. But the other part is like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually really liking this. Like, you know, like your inner mm-hmm. body's probably like, oh, thank you for moving me. Like, mm-hmm. I really, yeah. I enjoy this feeling. Like, I was actually made and built to do this. And instead yes, yeah. of, like, we weren't really, it, it wasn't the intention to to make us to sit on the couch, 
right? The intention mm-hmm. was for us to be mobile. Right. That's why we have these legs where we move them. And then just a, real quick on form, like I remember seeing this one thing about like kids, they just have perfect form, right? Like when, mm-hmm. or, or, oh, <laughs> maybe not, but like. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I just had a vision of my nephew okay. who doesn't and is hilarious. But sure. I see what you're saying and I think oftentimes very much so. Well, yeah. I, rem- I remember seeing about how toddlers walk by placing their foot down instead of way out from their bodies Hmm. and so like we we need to re-embrace as runners not stretching our legs super out far from bodies or back because that's gonna again that's gonna create injury or like how babies have perfect posture Uh uh-huh yeah there is some kind of wisdom that that we have when we're very young that kind of gets beaten out of us from i mean the the nephew I'm thinking of <laughs> is he's a big gamer. Yeah. So he's you know he's 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 an, he's a kid. He's still active, yeah. but he does you know his favorite place to be sitting on the couch playing Minecraft. Right. Right. So mm. I'm sure that but, has something yeah. to do with his hilarious form. Yeah. It, well, I mean, if I watch though my two girls, if you were to like videotape them, their heads stay perfectly straight. It's like this perfect line, like that that line of like the sunglasses. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. just have incredible form. If you watch them run and it's awesome. almost like a natural thing that then as yeah, as you play games, video games or sit in a desk and do school or whatever, that we like unlearn that or something like that. I just think yeah. I, I love the freedom that they have. Yeah. And if you're running like because you're playing tag or something, mm-hmm. you're running with a different purpose and you mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. just I, your body's just going. Yeah. yeah. I wonder as if there's something like, about purpose in there too. why the, the why it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. can, can I pitch one more thing to you guys? I don't know. We can, we can cut this out. Maybe, uh, metatarsalgia was what I had Ooh. late 2020. I actually hadn't even, that's, it's I a, don't think it's I a inflammation of, of the, the metatarsis in your foot. Oh, yeah, so yeah, that when, when I had that, this went through my mind. I'm going to get hurt more running than not running. Mm. That's just, I feel like that's a reality. If I sit on the couch at home, I'm not going to get hurt. If I go running, my chances of getting hit by a car or dropping down dead, like Anthony right. was saying right. last <laughs> week, right? Like, or overusing my metatarsis and and having mm-hmm. and it is it goes up. Those things go up. Yeah. When I had what this was this happened in me when I had that injury, I felt like embracing that instead of fearing that yep. was really helpful for me. That mm. that saying, I, I have a choice and one of them is more risky and more dangerous in some ways. And in other ways, it is so astronomically better than sitting on the couch. I don't, I don't know what it was. It, it was just some sort of like epiphany moment for mm-hmm. me where I was like, yeah. I- injury is a reality, but running is so good that I'm willing to face that fear and maybe even be injured once in a while because like you Annie I, w- I want to run until I die yeah well it's it's looking at I guess what it is is acknowledging that there are risks but deciding that the benefits outweigh the risks. okay yeah, yeah. Th- that's because that's exactly right yeah what's what what can be really frustrating is when a lot of non-runners will say like running destroys your knees mm-hmm. which it doesn't um there are studies to show that it doesn't <laughs> um or running um you know it, just just 
craps on running basically because it, they'll they'll talk about all the different ways you can get injured and I would always find myself on the defensive yeah mm-hmm. like I just was <laughs> um, <laughs> but but you're right but you're right the truth is if if you do decide to run you're gonna run your risk just like if you play tennis you might get tennis elbow and you wouldn't have it if you sat on the couch right. so For sure. yeah but at the but is that better or worse than the consequences of sitting too much or being too sedentary. Well, there, yeah, yeah, there's the, the bed sores that come with uh, lay down <laughs> right, days. Yeah. Um, so Definitely. every and literally the new smoking or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yep. there's nothing you can do and not get injured. in so, some overuse, even sitting. Well, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yes. But I remember yeah. obviously a personal Everything thing. Everything is dangerous. Yeah, right. yeah. I remember though, when we started Stephen, that was, that was relatives that said that. Right was mm-hmm. like oh right. but yeah. you know running's cool but you know it's like really it's you you you're it's really bad for your knees or you're gonna be injury prone or you're gonna get hurt so better to just not do it and that's that's just especially not good. When, because we were starting at a more advanced age true right the advanced like, age of twenty eight yeah. Yep. And also, so, we were all, always falling over and getting hurt. Yeah, well, there was and, pee and in our blood. Smarker. Let's be honest, our blood and our pee and stuff. Like yeah, that. you're more prone to injury, anyways, bro. So, <laughs> well, and that that sort of, and and I know we're kind of running short on time here, but that that actually takes me back a little bit to my advice, which is, I think what does happen is, uh, like Stephen or uh, Anthony, you were saying your friend's knees hurt, yeah. and yep. that's that's a real thing, For and, sure. and running. We'll make that worse. Mm-hmm. But I think oftentimes people will look at that, take that kind of situation and say, well, okay, the solution is to take running out. Mm, right. And maybe maybe for some people, sometimes it is. But I think a lot of times it doesn't occur to folks to seek out somebody who really specializes in that sure. to see if you if you still want to run, if running still matters to you, there's almost always a way to... to to keep it going. Mm. It, it could be as simple as changing one or two things about your form or changing your shoes. It could involve more work, mm-hmm. but it's going to make you a stronger person in the long yeah. run, even if you eventually, long run, huh, <laughs> even if you eventually switch to like biking or something. But I, I think people will say, oh, I ran this marathon. I hurt my foot. I hurt my knee. I guess that's it for running. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. Throw in the but towel. But it doesn't have to be that way. Yep. Yeah. All right, listener, we want to hear your thoughts on all of this. Um, the best way to do that is to go to bit.ly slash runnersblock. There you can uh, find all of the ways to contact us, our website, our Facebook, Instagram, our Gmail. All that's at 2Gomers, but the pl- best place to find that is at bit.ly slash runnersblock. Also, you can find a place to tell us your runner's block um, so that we can keep this thing going for years to come. I'm sure there's enough blocks out there. <laughs> we every every episode we name like a million so i think there's enough to do that um call us on the gomer phone 608 nab pony that's 608-622-7669 um go to apple Podcasts right now and leave us some feedback we always love that um if you like what you hear check out our 10th anniversary episodes from september to november 2018 and then you can go back to the start um, I, I wonder if people could go back and actually count all the runner's blocks in our past seasons. Um, and that would take a long yes, time. Yes, make, make, make a document of that. You we would appreciate it. Listen on two times format. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks to Adam, our webmaster, Jason for our graphics, and Annie. 
Annie. for our social media. There's a you're so welcome. There's a lot of ways to support the Gomers. The best way is to subscribe to the bonus disc, the new home of Perfect Movie, and other bonus episodes that we release each and every week. Hey, don't forget Annie. Davis for the music too, bro. Oh, thanks, Davis, for the music. Hey, Annie. Yes. So we we forgot to ask you this. We got to close with this. We want to ask every guest, do you have any guilty pleasures? Like, like we've, Stephen and I have had to name it. Fast food, drive-thrus, candy, cookies, everything. You got anyone real (laughs) quick? (laughs) You're smiling. Um, So many. Uh, Let's see. Food related. I'm, I'm going to go. All right, I actually haven't done this in a long time. I'll, I'll, I'll lay out my guiltiest of guilty pleasures that's so bad I, I don't really do it anymore. Um, but I would sometimes, um, you know how brownie mix or pie mix is delicious? Mm. Sometimes I would just melt chocolate chips mm-hmm. and add some butter mm. and sometimes even add like a little sugar or a little flour <laughs> and just eat it. <laughs> Wait, what are you adding those things to? Chocolate chips. Cho- melted chocolate chips. Yeah. Butter. Uh-huh. That's like just that's the most basic. Oh yeah. But if I'm really feeling like I gotta get in there, I will add a little bit of sugar and a little bit of flour. <laughs> You're not baking it. You're just eating it with a spoon. And I'm just eating it with a spoon. Oh man, that sounds Wonderful. good. Well, I watch something insane on Netflix. <laughs> what are you watching right now? Um, let's see. Uh, we just. Uh, Actually, we just finished WandaVision, which yep. will shock oh. my friends because I'm not really much of a Marvel person. I've only seen a handful of the movies. But, you know, sometimes when the when the zeitgeist holds on to something, I'm just like, it. okay, I got I got to watch this. I got to see what everybody's talking about. Yep. And, um, and we, I didn't understand good chunks of it, but I really liked it a lot. Mm. Uh, I'll, 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 I think I'll have to record an episode by myself about that at some point. Yeah, WandaVision, I, come on. I haven't seen they that. They did it. Catherine Hahn, dude. Remember that family I stayed with in Cleveland? That was uh, my friend Doug's niece. Oh, my. She's incredible. She, is, she can do I mean, literally she, she, anything. She will win an Emmy for that, right? She better. Yeah. There's no justice. I, I was saying as we were watching, I was like, there's no justice in the world if she doesn't win I all mean, the awards. I mean, what she's doing with her face. Amazing. Okay, I, I, I'll, I'll check it out. You can be a Marvel newbie and, and just resign yourself to the fact that there's a bunch of stuff you're not going to understand. But okay, cool. But it helps to watch the 30 movies beforehand. Sure. And I will also say I love cookie dough. Like whenever we're making chocolate chip cookies, brown sugar, butter, mm-hmm. flour, chocolate mm-hmm. chips, That mm-hmm. a, a spoonful of that right out of the vi- – or not Vitamix, uh, KitchenAid. Sounds, it sounds like heaven. Nothing like it. All right, let's all go do it. It's decided. Oh, go run. Go run. Oh, crap, I can't. (laughs) Annie, where can people find you on uh, social media? Um, Yes, social media. uh, My Instagram, uh, Yogini Annie, which is Y-O-G-I-N-I-A-N-N-I-E. I I guess that'd basically be the the best place. Awesome. That's where I am. Thanks for joining us. Thank you guys so much. This was so amazing. Great app. Super fun, man. Have a great week, guys. You too, buddy. And happy running. Now on the bonus disc, the Chad joins us as we update each other on our one year of no fast food bet. And coming Tuesday, our Spirited Away results show, including more from Yasuishida and an impromptu call to first-time guest Amy Vervarelli. 
Subscribe now at patreon.com slash twogomers.